WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. Today is June 29, 2021. The Champaign-Urbana Mass Transit District will be resuming standard operating procedures on August 15th, which includes the return of collecting fares. The bus system underwent major changes at the start of the pandemic, such as waiving fares and instituting rear-door boarding for passengers. Each ride would cost $1 each way during standard operations, although students or faculty members with a valid iCard could board without paying, thanks to a partnership with the University of Illinois. The plan to resume standard operations comes in anticipation of increased ridership after it fell 65% compared to pre-pandemic levels. With the return of students to on-campus learning and in-person activities this fall, CUMTD is preparing to accommodate schedules that will most likely include longer commutes for the community. Officials say the more transmissible Delta variant of the coronavirus is expected to become the dominant strain in Illinois by fall. In a press conference yesterday, Governor J.B. Pritzker warned Illinois residents to remain cautious about the virus and used the opportunity to stress the importance of all Illinoisans getting vaccinated for COVID-19. As of Sunday, the Illinois Department of Public Health has detected 84 cases of the Delta variant, and health officials say cases are roughly doubling every two weeks. World Health Organization officials have advised that vaccinated individuals should still be practicing physical distancing and wearing masks in public spaces, contrary to current Center for Disease Control and Prevention guidelines. Officials are still urging any residents who aren't yet vaccinated for COVID-19 to get the shot. Information about where and when you can get the vaccine can be found at vaccines.gov. Over the weekend, 71 people were shot and seven were killed in multiple incidents across Chicago, including four mass shootings. 17 of the city's 22 police districts experienced incidents, with the most serious occurring in the South Shore neighborhood, where one woman was killed and five people injured after a gunman fired out of a moving vehicle. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown claims the spree of shootings is a result of a surplus of illegal guns on the street. He also accused the court system of being too lenient on perpetrators of gun violence. More than 300 homicides and 1,800 shootings have occurred in Chicago so far in 2021. The U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear a case regarding public schools allowing transgender students to use the restroom that matches their gender identity. The case involved Gavin Grimm, whose school provided a private bathroom for him to use instead of letting him use the boys' bathroom. An appeals court ruled that it was unconstitutional and violated federal law. That ruling stands. The Supreme Court did not give reasoning for declining to hear the case, although Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito said the court should have taken it. Multiple rockets were fired at United States forces in Syria yesterday, likely in response to airstrikes the U.S. carried out against Iranian-backed militias a day prior. There were no casualties or injuries sustained at the U.S. base, but damages are still being assessed. President Biden originally ordered airstrikes on three Iranian facilities near the Iraq-Syria border Sunday, after the Pentagon said these facilities had conducted drone attacks against U.S. personnel in the last few weeks. The U.S. airstrikes killed at least four members of the Iran-backed militia, As a result, a militia group known as Kataib Hezbollah said they would retaliate. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has said that President Biden has reassured the nation will act to protect American personnel. That's all for today's news. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Mac Dudley, Owen Henderson, Tori Gelman, Josie Alameda, and Jane Knight. 
Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, and our political editor is Jane Knight. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. <laughs>